I do I wanna, I wanna look with you at the first reading today and open up just a, a word of, of hope and encouragement for you. Uh, in the first reading today, uh, it takes us right back uh, deep into the heart of the book of Job. And you all remember in one way or the other the story of Job who is going through this really intense suffering. And he's doing it innocently. He, he's a good and upright man. And he's not sure why he's having to endure these sufferings. But the sufferings that he's going through are so deep and they're so profound that you heard at the end of the first reading today, Job says, I don't think that I'm ever gonna see happiness again. And you know what that's like. Every one of us has been through suffering in our life that cuts so deep that it brings us to a place where we say, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get back to life the way that I knew it. And very often in that suffering, we can also feel like, Lord, you're just nowhere in this with me. God can seem so distant and so far from us in our suffering that in the middle of it all, it often feels like we've been abandoned. There's a profound mystery in all of this, but there's also incredible hope, and that this is what I, I wanna share this truth with you, because on any given Sunday, there are, there's a good chunk of you that are bearing really heavy burdens. For some of you, it's physical illness. For some of you, it's the interior struggles that are just going on inside your heart, battling with just the weight of depression or really serious anxiety. For some of you, it's, it's spiritual that you're going through, just the battle there. But in all of this, what I, I wanted to remind you of is this great truth that God never ever abandons us in our suffering. Even though it feels like he's a million miles away, the gospel today reminds us that he is with us in our sufferings. The crowds in Capernaum come to him who are sick and ill and afflicted, and he's with them in the midst of that suffering. And he is with you. And this is a truth that's so important for us to know, and what we hear in the gospel today is made visible in the most powerful way on the cross. Jesus with us in the depth of human suffering to the point of death itself. This is the truth of his love for us, that although it feels like he's not with us, that he's gone and absent in our suffering, he's actually with us in the time when it feels that he's the farthest away, he's the closest to us. And not only that, not only is he really with us, but this act of love on the cross transforms all human suffering. We would look at this and we would say, there is no way that God could possibly be present in that. This, this man died a, a useless death by the Romans and it doesn't look like anything good came of it. And meanwhile, the truth is, this is our salvation. This is the greatest work that God has ever done is in the place where we would say God is absent. But in this sacrificial offering of his life on the cross, enduring the, the deepest sufferings we could ever imagine, he radically changes and transforms every human suffering. 
And what that means is that when you and I are going through those really dark struggles, he is saying to us, let me be in that with you, but let me transform it for you the way that I have transformed all suffering. So what this means is there's nothing that you could ever go through, no darkness of, of suffering that's physical, emotional, spiritual, that's, now, that's just useless, that doesn't serve a point. Jesus has changed suffering. And whatever it is that we're going through, we are able to, to bring it to him and he's entering into it with us in a way that he really wants to transform it. This is not easy, but it's a genuine work that, that God does. Changing our suffering so that in the place where we first perhaps thought that God was most distant and absent, he's actually accomplishing some of the most powerful spiritual works in us. So I share that with you because I, I want you to have that hope. Because we live in a world that it's always struggled with suffering, but I think in our, in our day and age right now, it seems like all the more so, we don't know what to do with it. And so we need this truth that, that God is at work in it. It's when he's closest to us and it's when he's working the most powerfully. Now, there's a very different message that's out in the world which says your suffering is useless. It doesn't serve any point and therefore you should look to escape it in whatever way that you can. And one very radical form of that is what's happening just right now here in Maryland. In Annapolis, there's a group that goes around nationally uh, peddling legislation for physician-assisted suicide. And they call it things like death with compassion or things like that, death with dignity. But it's, it's a very misguided attempt at compassion because what it ends up doing is it says to people, what you're enduring, whatever your suffering is, it's so useless that it would be better for you just to end your life right now. And, and that's just not the truth. It, it's not the way that, that the Lord wants that to go. There are groups that are very vulnerable in, in that type of, of legislation when it's enacted. We see it in other states, the elderly, those who bear the burden of whatever disabilities that they might be, they in particular are very vulnerable when this kind of legislation comes to pass. We see in other states that it, it gets pushed out and someone might say, well, Father, you're pushing just a slippery slope argument. People can choose it if they want it, otherwise it's not gonna affect them, but in fact it does. Other states that have gone in this direction with legislation, insurance companies, have declined coverage for certain cancer treatments, but have offered to pay for the drugs for physician-assisted suicide. It, it pushes out. And those who bear the, the burdens of whatever disabilities they, they might have, the message goes out that you are a burden to our society, and it, it would be better just to bring it to an end. In Canada, they pushed way out in all of this, and they said this is good because it's gonna save our health system a lot of money. We won't have to pay for treatment. We'll just give people the option of ending their life now. Um, I'm sharing this with you because first, I, I want you to know the truth that your life, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the burden of your suffering might be, your life has meaning and it has purpose and it has value. 
Even if the world tells you that you're a drain on society, that you bring nothing, no great contribution out, that's the lie. The truth is, you're made in God's image and likeness, and no matter what you're enduring in terms of suffering, your life has that value and that meaning and that purpose, especially in light of what the Lord has done. But I share it with you as well to, to invite you to make your voice known to our state legislators down in Annapolis. They're in session right now. This bill is being discussed in, in the committees and it's important for us to make our voice known, uh, to, to let them know that the outside group that comes and pushes this, it's not a good law for us as Marylanders and it's not a good law for us individually. I mentioned this in the bulletin this weekend, but tomorrow we'll send an email out. Just I want to give you an easy way to, to make your voice known in, in all of this because um, it, it's, a, it's such an incredibly difficult thing, human suffering, but we need to know and hold on to the truth that our life has value and purpose no matter what it might be that we're enduring. And we need to know that, but we also need to let others around us know that as well. And that's part of the way that we love one another is by upholding that dignity that each of us has, even when the world might look at someone and say, your, your life doesn't seem to be contributing. Our, our, our value and worth are much deeper than that. So thank you for letting me share all of that with you this morning. I'm going to hand it back over to Father Maurice. There's not another homily today. Uh, we'll just let you continue on with the prayers and bring all of this to the Lord. Have a wonderful and a very, very blessed Sunday.